Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shrew Parks and Jack Fritz. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, know. I was gonna. You know, it's funny when we when I was mid clap, I was thinking, are we just always gonna clap like that? Because it's definitely not a clap worthy time. <laughs> so it's sort of like seltzer with the yo on high hopes. Yeah, that's where, a good point. Where it's like the yo when they win a big game, it's it's a big yo. Right. You know, it's a big yo. When they lose two straight, it's a shorter yo. They lose to the Celtics. There's a lot of classic classic Sixer stuff going on. I know. It's a little bit of a downer. You know what? The most disappointing thing for me is since the last time we recorded. What is that? This is the first time all season it's felt like the people that hated the Sixers were right. Well, they're not right. They're not right. To be clear, it's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like when they lost to the Pacers and then they lost to the Celtics and then all this Ubre stuff happening, I just hate hearing people, and I know I'm easily triggered by this. Yes, you are. I think you're you're more easily triggered by Sixers stuff than anything else. Oh, easily. So last night uh, I did an event at Buffalo Wild Wings, and this guy comes up to me, and we debate, like, we talk Sixers for a while, and he stepped back for a second, he's like, man, like, you really like to defend the Sixers. I was like, yeah, I do. Well, and the funniest part about you is that you are so wired to just have to argue and fight yes. all the time. Except with which, Kristen. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually, I know we're, we'll get into a lot of Sixers stuff. Yeah. Have you always been like that? Like, like in high school, would you just argue with people all the time, or no. is it, or is it something that developed over the years? Um, Let's do a deep I, dive into Elliot before yeah. we get into the Sixers Celtics stuff. I, so I actually think what it is is if we're gonna deep dive into yes, this, yes, is I feel like growing up, my parents always like wanted me to see the other side of things. So like, if someone was mad at me, because like your dad's a professor, right? Yes, so both my parents, are. both your parents yeah, are professors. Yeah. So I feel like growing up. They, like they taught you young <laughs> yeah. to look at hey you gotta see the you other, side, see the other side and so that's I feel like how that's so funny how that's manifested itself and so that's why I think when people say I'm a contrarian it's not intentional I'm just very good at seeing the other side of things well yeah because it's literally how you were brought up yeah exactly always see the other side right, exactly which is that is fascinating yeah I'm glad that, we don't start every podcast deep diving into <laughs> deep Elliot's brain. The history of Elliot yeah <laughs> history of Elliot so it's funny at the time they probably were doing it so I'd be like you know a nice person and kind and thoughtful and instead I talk Philly sports for a yeah, living. Yeah, yeah, They're like, oh, he's going to be a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. People always say, I actually, not always, people do come up to me and they're like, you argue like an, a lawyer on air. And I'm like, well, if only, you know, I got paid like yeah, a lawyer. Yeah, if only got paid like a <laughs> yeah, lawyer. very similar. Do uh, not, do not. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. What uh, were we talking about? We're talking about the Sixers and how everyone's back to oh, being yes, a whole yes, like, yes. nonsense about how they're, so, they're actually not that good. The thing that I hate more than anything is when people on WIP and on Twitter, but more so WIP, are like, Ugh, same old Sixers, here we go again. Like, just when you were starting to believe, they do this. And they're wrong, but it just sucks that the Sixers gave them the little window to do that. <laughs> they get off to an eight and one star. Well, they, uh, yeah, well, well, yes, right. Yes. But, well, they, they couldn't They couldn't um, overcome the Elmer angle. And that's the, no. that is the, and the Elmer angle, for those that don't know, is a Paul Jolivitz creation. Okay, because I didn't know. I just pretended like I know I you did. did. Yeah. I know you did, but that's why I had to stop you. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. So, so the Elmer angle is a Paul Jolivitz staple of his program. Nice. When you, a team's on a long winning streak of like six or plus, six plus wins or not, yeah. uh, or more, and they lose, they always lose the next game after they, after they lose the first game. So it's always too short. Where did he get Elmer? I think it's his college roommate. 
Oh, so if uh, you're looking, I like that. If you're looking for betting angles, it's, just remember the Elmer angle. It's, it's actually like, uh, it's like you know the Patrick Ewing theory. It's yeah, very similar. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's could have been what happened on. Not that Jalen Brown and and Kristaps Porzingis are as good as Jason Tatum. But like those guys go out, right. and then all of a sudden they're just bombing from Although, three. Honestly, the Celtics might be better without Kristaps. Dude, he's he's I, a loser. I am not a Kristaps Porzingis guy. Like I would have almost rather he played so that Joel because well, he would t- he would take shots away from Jalen Brown and and, and he absolutely and Jason would. Tatum. Yeah, he absolutely would. When it's just Tatum, yeah, it's Tatum a, just cooks, and of course Horford goes off. Like oh, sickening. And Derek White. <laughs> yeah. The one time I don't bet on twenty twenty five is that was that night. And so. like with the ball, with the shaved head, I just. Yeah, the Celtics are annoying, but the, I think like overall, against the Pistons, I don't think we haven't have we recorded since the Pistons. Yeah. Okay, so they come out slow against the Pistons, and they ultimately end up winning. The they game. won two games. I thought they that last year they don't win the, the Pistons game and last week's Pacers game. Agreed, I agree with that. But it just a it sucks that they lost the tournament Pacers game. Stop. It does. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. Like, but do, do you think they now Embiid played in both games? Yeah. So I was I was actually impressed by. Feels that. like a mistake. We were doing the the bartending thing at Chickies and we were talking about whether or not like which they should prioritize and I was I was happy he played in both at least. He looks tired though. Well so so here's here's where I'm at after these last two games. And believe me there is definitely that little I'm actually I'm more I'm actually annoyed at the Sixers. Like I I am annoyed at them. I'm uh, not there yet. I'm disappointed. I guess this I'm more disappointed. I'm not I'm not out. It's just like they they start they started doing the well, thing. I'm happy you're not out. I'm not out. It is okay. it, it is still the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. And thank God they started the in season tournament the first week of the season. That makes yeah. a lot well, of hey, sense. It's made the game. But it's not the in season tournament. You can't to... deny it's made the things more interesting. Yeah, because everyone's yeah, of course. Mad Everyone says it. the games don't matter. Now the games matter, and people are like, well, they it doesn't don't matter that much. They don't matter. Who do they, they matter, matter more? To? Why do, do they... they matter more? We're not doing the tournament. Today, I'm yeah. just saying. Like, like the, but would you agree? They lost pe- a regular season game to the to the Pacers on on Tuesday, and that's all, right. all I felt about. So it. here's an honest question: If these, if if there are not tournament games, does Embiid play in every game so far this season? I would be disappointed if he played in the game because it's a tournament. I would not be. I would be incredibly disappointed. Why? Because it doesn't matter to it, you. It, to, to you. To most, it doesn't matter to you because it, it's not the real goal. The real goal is not winning the NBA Cup. It's not the goal. The goal is to win an NBA title. Yes. I agree with that. But there can be multiple goals, and you can accomplish multiple I am going, things. I'm going to call your dad and <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, yeah. after the podcast. <laughs> what have you done? And we're going to have a long conversation yes. about uh, about the raising of Elliot. Yeah. Not to get in the NBA. NCAA, the not to NCAA. get in that debate, but, but it is an interesting one. Like, Embiid does look tired. He, he does. He, looks, he absolutely looks tired. Well, and he's playing through a hip injury. Like, yeah, like, I mean— for some reason, I always think that they're just putting that on there. But I, he yes, did say he it was not listed moving, with the hip. Injury. He did say he wasn't moving around great. He yeah. did s- still score thirty nine. Yeah. What annoyed me about the MB thing? We only had twenty against the Celtics. I know. What annoyed me about the MB thing is it, it's still the late game stuff, and, and even the yeah. Celtics win that they had uh, last Wednesday, he hit the the probability of him hitting a Kobe type turnaround jumper to ice the game. Very low, well, in uh, my opinion. Very low is strong, but I agree it's not a high percentage It's not shot. a high percentage yeah. shot. And then the last two games, when the game is it, it's coming down to like the best players take over and go win you a basketball game, it's it's still a lot more of the same old, here's a bad turnover. Yeah. Here's a, a, a poor pass when a double team is coming. Here's a forced up jumper. Here's not moving the basketball. And like Nick Nurse needs to be here to, to get rid of that stuff. 
because that's what's going to kill them in the playoffs. There are little things here. We'll talk about uh, the, the the second guard rotation after Tyrese Maxey, yeah. which is now the bane of my existence. Well, yeah, the Pat Bev fun <laughs> yeah, part is exactly. I enjoy the pod, but <laughs> yes. the even other though, parts even of it. He limited Halliburton until like late in the game on yeah. uh, in the Pacers game. Fair. Like, um, but the it's still because we know in the NBA we know it matters most is your best players taking yeah. over when when things matter. There's only so many James Paxton shots instead of, you know, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Like, like basketball guy. He it's that stuff that bothered me about this week. It's, it's yeah. the late game stuff. It's the late, you know, they passed a, a minute and a half in the game. It's 110-105. A pass to Covington under the basket. Yeah, I agree. Like what are we doing? The late game stuff is is where my my bothersome is with the Sixers right now. Well, all right. So I agree with that. There was a stretch in the Celtics game where I don't remember what they had it to, but Maxi, I think it's blocked. Embiid turns it over and then Embiid misses it. Like there was a stretch where Maxi and Embiid both made multiple bad plays in a row. The Embiid turnover against the Celtics was very frustrating because that is like what his biggest problem has been. Like turnovers late. So my one of my takeaways from the Celtics loss and maybe this is a larger topic, but I'll, I'll put it out there, is, I mean, they, they, it, that game made me think they need Zach Levine. Like, so what we can talk about the first few pods where OG Ananobi fits in, they just need role players, you wanted, like, Denver Nuggets East over here. And, I really did, yeah. yeah and I, I'm not saying you're wrong. And, I, like, look, it's an 82-game season. There are going to be overreactions. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, let's wait and see. Like, no, this is how I feel in the moment. But I think what they need and what these games showed – is that late in games, I just don't know if I can fully trust Embiid and Maxi yet, and ultimately they're going to go as far as they take them, but at least if you acquire somebody like Zach Levine, who obviously since we last recorded, there's reports that both sides are interested in a trade, or, or the Bulls and Zach Levine are, are open to a trade. Yeah, and he's still pouting about a game from a year right. ago that he got benched in, right, exactly. which I believe he was, what, 6 of 16? Well, at least he's shooting. Yeah, he's very willing to shoot. Yeah, well, That's- okay, but I'm just saying, like, Against the Celtics, I thought what they needed was a safety net. Like, Maxie had a bad game, and Bede had a bad game, and they had nobody else to go to. And I know it was close, late. Hold on, like, Toby was aggressive. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we, <laughs> so, I don't think Toby's the one we, we think is going to save the team uh, in I, I, the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll obviously let you finish your point. There was a part when Toby was being so aggressive and was, and was like, where I was saying... I don't need aggressive Toby anymore. Yeah, like yeah. it's like when he tries to be aggressive and and really wants to be the the alpha that night. I'm just like, all right, no, no, no. I, I agree. Go, and, go back to being the old <laughs> Tobias. Yes, the the role playing Tobias. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, the stand yeah. in the corner and shoot the three Tobias. But I mean, what they need is somebody, and that's this is the other part about them looking like the old Sixers. Maxi, not super aggressive. You brought up the and in the fourth quarter thing. I didn't realize watching this live. Do you know how many shots he took in the fourth quarter? I don't. Two. And they both think I can't, and, and I think they both came within the final few minutes. And that's the same thing that happened in Game Six. That, well, that's what I'm saying. So, while while I do believe that this year is different, and like, well, no hard and Doc and all that, like where I do sympathize with the Sixers, kind of people are like, tune me in when the playoffs start is when things look like last year, it does trigger you more. Oh like, well, there's so much scars. Like yeah, there's that, so much scars. Right. Well, it's just the emotional feeling. Like you're watching them choke against the Celtics late and Embiid looks bad and he's doing like a little bit of the pouty Embiid thing and Maxie's not really being aggressive. Where you just feel like you're back watching last year. And I don't I don't think that la- this year this year's team is last year's team. But when you see those characteristics or those similar plays, it does make you realize that they they still need more. They just they need a safety net. And I 
the safety net has to be a scorer. It can't be OG Ananobi, who's like really good at a lot of things. It has to be somebody that when Maxi's not great and Embiid's not great, that you can throw the ball to and they can score in isolation. Yeah, and, and my thing with Zach Levine will always be, I think he shoots you out of game still. He can win you a game. He right. can win you a game. But I think more often than not, he'll take you out of games. And I do think he can score. And That's I, and what people I, said about Oubre, to be fair. Now, granted, Oubre doesn't Oubre make $45 is, million. He's not on the same year. contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. He's <laughs> not on the same contract. Yeah. Um, and yes, I, I think that is something. And, and listen, to be fair, I mean, Kelly Oubre is missing, and he had a 16, he's a 16 point a game scorer. Yeah. So who they were missing? Our boy. Beta. Nicholas Batum. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Nicholas Batum, who's, by the way, I think out again tonight. Yeah, and hopefully he's okay. I mean, yeah, we had that issue before he came here. And- exactly. Um, and he was like, it was, and they, but they all said it was really serious. Yeah. So obviously, we don't know it, but I hope I hope everything's okay yeah. with him. Now, he did say, I believe he's going to play in Brooklyn. So, okay. Yeah. We got it. We, we need the Mikel Bridges stopper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, but, like, they did, they did miss Ubre and, and Batum. They hundred percent. You could argue those are two of their five stars. So it's like it's like I understand the 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 emotion to the loss and, and losing to the Celtics and almost blowing it last week, which now right. comes into focus with yeah. with what happened on Wednesday night. But I think Ubre also could be that guy. Do I think he could be that guy consistently? No, but he is a sixteen point a game scorer. Yes, that they did not have against the Celtics. He adds their athleticism. He yes. adds to like their. But and I know people don't like to hear this for some reason, but it is true. What also sucks about the Celtics' loss is it was a blown opportunity in the playoff seedings. Like it was, it was. All right, come- it was, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> not laughing at you. I just, I, I think it's funny every time you bring it up. Yeah, it is, but it's not going to be funny come, it's not gonna come be March joking. when they're down three to one in the series because they blew a game where Chris Stapps and. Uh, and Jalen Brown, Brown didn't play. Yeah. Well, listen, we were out Ubre and Batum, so who's like the— Well, I don't think the, NBA's going to factor that in when it comes to the, the <laughs> one and the two seed. Who were the bigger, bigger losses? It was it Ubre and Batum or, or Jalen Brown and Chris Ubre Stapps? and Batum. Yeah, yeah they yeah. win that game. They win yeah. that game with those guys. But, but it was a disappointing I, loss. It was a disappointing loss. And, and it was and, back-to-back. I get all that, but and the you Pacers had to win are, one of the two. The Pacers like, are very up and down, too, so Embiid being up and down and all that. Yes. Like I, I could see that. It's just—it's my biggest concern with Embiid— and with you know, kind of the team is like, is this just their DNA? Like, is that the DNA of the team? Is yeah. that the DNA that when things get tough, th- like when things get tough with the Celtics, I feel like they usually find a way to 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 dig themselves out of it and win. Now, have they won a title? No, but no, they have. But gotten they have to been a one of the best teams in the league. And and Tatum had what fifty in a game seven. <laughs> yeah, um, he also then choked in another. But yeah, yes, he did. It's just like, is that their? Like, and that's what that's why it's annoying because we did feel like it was different. And I do think for the most part it's different. And when Uber gets back and Batum gets back, like I, I think they'll they'll look better. But when 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 it comes down to crunch time, yeah, do they have the DNA to dig deep and win you a basketball game? Well, I think the scary thing is what it might have shown us and reminded us is it really doesn't matter what players eleven through fifteen are like and what Nick Nurse is like. Oh, that, that, yeah, because it's, like, it's just Joel. They like, went, it, like you know, we had the conversation last year, like who's the lead our last pod, like who's the leader of the team, like is Max, like, and it was interesting to think about. But then you see a game like the Celtics, and you're reminded that when Embiid is out of it, they have no chance. Well, it and and this is this is the biggest thing with Nick Nurse and really the DNA of 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 Embiid and the team is that we know that when. When you as a human being are are put into a pressure situation, yeah. you usually go back to your old habits. You yes. go you go to what makes you comfortable. And that's what it looked like. And that's exactly what it looked like, where it's like he gets doubled in the corner, he tries to dribble his way through it yep. instead of m- just move the he's he has to 
he still has to trust. And I think there's I think he doesn't have the total trust well, in a lot of guys. You'll you'll relate to this as a former pitcher. Of course. Yes. And Thank I, you. I don't I don't know if we've had this conversation. Okay. But um so my brother played baseball like growing up. Not not like in college or anything, but he like played, you know, little league and whatever. And that's how you know so much about the game. Exactly. It's from watching him. Exactly. That's why when I try to give you baseball points, this is where it's coming from. But and obviously love my brother. <laughs> okay, here we go. The disclaimer. Good. Yeah, yeah. Cut he, that audio. We do he's love He's the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he much like me, but since he played baseball, I think it's a more appropriate kind of analogy. Like there were games where if he was like when I was even driving him to the game, I could just tell he was not going to pitch well that day. Like you could just see it in his face. He was like kind of zoned out of it. He was either nervous, whatever. And then he goes on the mound and he would like struggle. And then once he struggled, it like it just snowballed. And whenever I look at Embiid, I just so clearly see that. And I think like what's so frustrating about the Embiid thing is when you see it on his face and when you see like the kind of mopey and I'm, we're probably exaggerating a little how he was against Celtics, but he only had 20 points and he had bad turnovers and he looked slow. Like well, and when Hor- it I just feel feels like- helpless. It feels helpless because you you look at him be like that. It reminds me of what my brother would do it where you just wanted to like shake him and be like, snap out of it. Like it's okay. And Embiid it looks that same way. And it just felt like last year. It felt like games. It felt like our worst Sixers moments. Would you, uh, when your brother was pitching, would you have takes like while watching? Would you? Well, not to his face. Would you start crafting opinions <laughs> in, your, in your head? Like, once again, short park. Like, doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. look engaged. Not a big tonight. game pitcher. Not a big game. Well, I think. No, nah, but he was very good. I think. Well, who? My brother. Well, I didn't play in college. No, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. Do the best players play in college? Well, as someone that uh, I would say I outperform, I think the statistic was I outperformed ninety-two percent of people that played baseball. I think that sounds about right. I'm a ninety-two percent of like the new Heights yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, <laughs> I love that you have that stat. I remembered it for back in the day. Nice. I did not anticipate having to defend. My my college <laughs> career on the radio, right? At that but it's time. good to have now. It is good to have. Yeah, a, I was a scholarship athlete. I yeah. gave up my scholarship. I there believe that I am allowed to talk about sports. Uh, if you want to see the, did you're, you even play the game? Yeah, yeah I played. I played a little bit. You, Ben Davis, Ruben Amaro, just three baseball three guys. Three baseball guys. Three baseball guys. Um, no, but well, what's funny is nobody at the station played basketball. Yeah, well, Ike. Played, so I guess we're the basketball guys by default. What Ike played in high school. Richie played in high school. All right, fair. I played uh, in middle school. Yeah, I got cut because I couldn't pass the conditioning test. <laughs> that sounds about right. But hold on. Actually, no, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad because I've, I've been meaning to, to bring this up. All right. When people ask if I played if I played basketball, okay, uh, I did get cut from all my teams growing up because I could not pass the conditioning test. I would like so, that. Well, like, first of all, it's just funny they had condition. What age were you? Like, like, this like was middle college. school. This is like middle, middle school. Middle school, like a sixth grade conditioning test. That seems crazy. It wasn't like – it was like – they would do like the the uh, run down the court and back, whatever. So you couldn't do that part. <laughs> I could. It just wasn't very fast. It was slow. Like yeah. I got cut from soccer my eighth grade year because I I didn't want to do hills. I I could see that. <laughs> I, I could see. That. I didn't want to do hills. Yeah. I was a good defensive player because I just kicked the ball out of bounds. I uh, got put on uh, academic probation with soccer, which is a shame because I was good. I know, yeah. which is so funny. I know. I know. <laughs> but when people talk about like, did did I play basketball? Did I play the game? I would like it for it to be pointed out that after I quit baseball. Gave up baseball. Right. Um, I did. <laughs> Retired. I, I, did, I, I, hung, I hung my cleats up. <laughs> yeah, for the final time. <laughs> exactly right. I did practice against the Bloomsburg girls basketball team. So did you do good? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, 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 ran, uh, I ran slip screens, you nice. know, and I would stand there with the with, with the uh, 
when they try to do like uh, uh, go ahead, you got it. Uh, getting set in the paint screens or whatever. No, like no. boxing out, boxing okay. out, or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would hold the the pad. And they like run into me, <laughs> like that. Was, so, so I would run off. I would run offense, but the coach, the coach would get mad at me because I'd always go to the three point line and try to shoot it. Nice. I had well, no interest in being. You are low. a bucket point. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So my baseball takes are from my brother's little league games in Mount Airy. Your basketball takes are from scrimmaging against uh, <laughs> the Bloomsburg girls basketball yeah. team. If only the trolls on Twitter could hear us now. <laughs> like, what what qualifies you for your job? Well, I did watch my brother play baseball, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so here's my thought on Phillies Diamondbacks on 94 WIP. Two time All Beastack, uh, <laughs> yeah, girls yeah, basketball yeah, practice player, pad holder. <laughs> exactly right. So um, I, I wanted to make sure that was out there. It's good. So no, it's a good story. Uh, I really getting aware. back to the roots here <laughs> of uh, Jack and Elliot. So everyone's aware. I know basketball. Um, but yeah, so the Embiid stuff, frustrating, um, and it was a lot of like, oh, are they really doing this nonsense again? And then it, it annoyed me what he said after the game, because what he said after the game was like, Pacers. I mean, talking about Celtics. after the Celtics game, he's like, well, they're the best team in basketball. Like, yeah, that annoyed me. It's like, come on, man. Like, well, especially when before the season, you and I liked it. You did the whole like, well, who said they passed? Us? And that's what that's what and bothered then they me. Lose, and it's like, well, they are the best team in basketball. Like, dude, this is this is your team. Yeah, I like, agree. This is your team. Jail, I don't take think, it. I'd be curious if Jalen would ever say that. No, Jalen yeah. would never say that. I don't think he would. He and might be, say in like a respectful way. I don't think he like Joel's saying it is an excuse making way. Dude, Jalen, Jalen bullied the uh, beat reporters into asking about the Bears' defense. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I yeah, mean, I mean, are, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, Jalen's Jalen's different. J- yes, as yeah. as we've heard, built uh, different, built different. Um, so like, and B doing that, it's like, dude, don't use. It, it feels like they're in his head, and well, I think I think Horford's in his head. So I actually disagree with that a little. I thought he seemed very willing to go at Horford, which was fine. Horford just like makes. Threes against the Sixers. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and then, of course, Tatum's wide open. But here, here's my question for you. Was Did, like, the last week make you feel a little like, here we go again? Well— Like, what? What? we're in a safe space. We, you know, we both have been clear. We believe in the Sixers. This year's different. Clap. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. But, like, what percentage of you felt, God, like, here we go? <laughs> I did not—so— uh, no. um, so there was definitely a part of me that felt it. Like yeah. definitely a part of me that felt it. It was and and what annoys me there's 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 one that's fixable and there's one that's not. What's not fixable is if this is this team's DNA, which it very well might be. Which is Joel. Exactly. Like right. that this might be them. The one that is fixable and it was very apparent. You know, and I'm a a role player guy. You are. Yeah, you know, I'm a big I, <laughs> yes. all I care about is role players on almost every, you know, Ike, Ike is is my favorite role player of all time. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, but you know, like with the Phillies, I think that stuff matters. I think I think it's how you build a, a full team rather than just right. building a, a top heavy team. So and they've they've been good at that this year. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, and the thing that was very apparent in both the Pacers game and the Celtics game, is that for the first time, I actually dread when Maxi's not out there and it's just Embiid, yeah. rather than when it was like Embiid would leave. And it'd be like the whole thing would crater. Yeah. Now they like they don't have another guard that can go get you a bucket. And like Marcus Morris looks a million years old. 
Pat Bev can't score. Yeah. Like they have Well, if you look at Embiid was minus 22 against the Celtics, but it was cuz he was out there with I mean, it's not completely. He played poorly. But he was out there with Patrick Beverly and Marcus Morris a lot who are like both minus like 16 plus or something like and, that. And like they've added toughness and I, I think that stuff matters. They've added more NBA players. Yeah. But they just got like I think Melton's played really well these last two games, which is important because he can score. Yeah. Um, Although, honestly, whenever he scores, the only thing I think is it's just increasing his trade value. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I don't look at him and go, like, now I trust him to hit, hit a big shot in the, no, uh, in the playoffs. And he probably is going to bring more in the, in the trade value market than he would here yes. you know, for the rest of the year. But it's just someone on the second unit that can just go get you a bucket when you need it. And I, I had this, this trade idea for you. Because yeah. um, I, I don't, I don't want Zach Levine. I know you don't. Um, but you might. Well, go ahead. How much would this would this put them closer? Okay. The OG trade. You're getting OG. So you get OG and Anobi. But what are you trading for him? You're getting. Uh, not sure. But you're getting OG. Well, let me just ask you this: Is it Toby or is it the other things? Uh, I guess Toby. Okay. Whatever. I don't. Right. I'm not totally sure. That's not the part. I'm just talking okay. about OG and Dennis Schroeder. Like, okay. I mean, he can go score. He can. Like, he, it's his one thing. And he's thing. willing to shoot. He's willing yeah. to shoot. Like, he can. And I've never been a huge Dennis Schroeder guy. But, like, if they need a guy, a guard that can go get a bucket, he is on, like, I believe a one-year deal. It's it's another expiring. Right. At least that when Max is off the floor, I feel like they can throw it to Dennis Schroeder. And if it's down the last eight seconds of the shot clock, he can go get me a bucket. Um, so I, so you're saying what makes you better, like OG or and just Schroeder, like, or, or like just Levine. Levine. Okay. Um, it's a good question. I mean, so I think the difference is with that first package of OG and Schroeder, you're probably still really, really relying on Maxi and Embiid to be special. I think with Levine, you can like get a little less specialness from them and still win. Um, if I had to pick between those two now, OG, you're going to have to pay. So yes. You, like. So it's you know similar to the Zach Levine type contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would take the best player, which is Zach Levine. I would obviously rather have the OG. I know because I think I think I think at least it gives you the a good wing defender that can shoot. Do wish he was you know better I th- at something. I think he's like twice as good as Melton. I, like if that's a, I, and I like OG and I think like when Maxi was playing really well and Embiid was killing it, it was very easy to picture why OG is the perfect. By the player way, that was team. just last Friday. I know it feels like forever. <laughs> we live in two two games, dude. If they lose to the Hawks tonight, <laughs> <laughs> would it be the worst loss to the Hawks in Sixers history? So I bigger loss, game seven or the in season tournament in uh, in November. <laughs> I mean, this one would hurt. It almost. would hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. I've actually I've already thought about if the Sixers lose tonight and the Nuggets win the in season tournament. Are you ready for my spin on it? Because I realize now by saying how big the in-season tournament is, if the Sixers don't win it, people are going to be like, well, of course, here they go again. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. If the Nuggets win the in-season tournament, I think it's more impressive than the NBA title they won. Interesting. Just Interesting. Getting ahead of speaking it. Of, speaking of uh, Elliot tweets, it was it was sickening yesterday. <laughs> okay, the, the, I'm trying to think of what I tweeted. The Devontae Jordan Matthews thing. Oh, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> it was. I started like when I saw. It, I laughed out loud. Of course you did. Well, here I got news for you. Like half a million people saw it. <laughs> it did, it did <laughs> yeah, numbies. It did numbies. Yeah. It did, did numbies. Well, people people thought it was an insult, but it was actually a compliment. You know, it was an insult. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I mean, the numbers are the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you get that. <laughs> I'm sure I do get that. Um, yeah, but the the, the trade thing's gonna be interesting. Uh, well, I mean, so you would prefer OG? I would and prefer Schroeder. OG and Schroeder. Like at least, 
at least with OG, I, I I'm still keeping Maxi as the as the main right guy with the ball all the time and be that whatever. And OG could be Draymond-ish. Like he's like the I think he's more like Igadalish. Sure. But I get your point. He's like a, a super role player. A super role player. But he's not yeah, someone I don't that... know if Draymond's the one to compare right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> um talk about adding toughness. Yeah, I know. But I think I think he provides winning basketball. I think I think OG does provide that. Well and then Schroeder, like again, well, he has a ring, I'm pretty sure. Or no, no, he wasn't on those Lakers teams. No. He wasn't on the Laker bubble team. No, that was that was, that was Rondo. Yeah. Bring him out of retirement. Um but, but but with Schroeder, like he can go get you a bucket to where like if you go on the second unit, like getting someone the, the most important thing to me now, besides like obviously the the third star, however they decide that, they gotta get someone on the bench that can at least score. I agree. Like it's 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 imperative because teams can just shut them down and, and they can yeah. go on these and having toughness, having these guys, having length and a bunch of playable wings, it only matters if they can if they are shooting well that night. Because well, if they're not shooting well, they're shooting you out of basketball games. I keep thinking whenever Ferk's on the court, oh. what a bad sign that is. <laughs> like I respect the fact again, Nurse is willing to try things, and there's different lineups. By the way, Springer's weird, heating up. Springer's heating up. I do not believe in Springer. So like I do he, not believe he in can Springer. play well, like, whatever. He can definitely jump, like for sure. That dude can jump out of the gym, yeah. but. I do not believe in him as a consistent score, without question. And so whenever they have Ferk in, it's kind of just like a big reminder of the fact they need to get somebody else. That's why yeah. I said early in the season, I can't totally take them seriously until he's not here anymore. Like I, he's, it's, I, it's not a bad he's take not, He's not a serious NBA player. I agree with that. Like he's just not. He, I agree. You can't compete for a title with Ferk and Cork Miles being a part of your roster. I, I agree. Now the, big the, the tough thing is... A lot of these guys that where they could make a trade, like the Morris, Covington, Batum, those guys, like can't be traded for a while. Yeah. So if you're trading for somebody now, you're basically oh no, yeah, it's not gonna you're happen. You're basically now. trading Toby. Yeah, it's not. So happening. you would not trade Toby straight up for Zach Levine. Oh uh, no, I'd rather have Toby. Does does Nick Nurse change your opinion on Levine at all? Like, and I know Ubre where he talked about the differences. He's a you know not making as much. He's a role player. He's not a per like all those things. But we did think Ubre wouldn't be that good. And he's been good in Nick Nurse's offense. Does Nick Nurse make you feel like Zach Levine could come here and be different than he is in Chicago? So I think if I think if Nick Nurse if Nick Nurse wants Zach Levine, I'd be much more you know. Right, like you're Daryl Morey and Nick Nurse is like, here's my plan. Me, I get, think he'll be awesome. This is what we need. Get me Zach Levine. Right. I would believe in it. Okay. Um. Whereas Doc said it, you would not. Never. Okay. No, I, I, I would believe. Because Doc's like, just give me all the stars. And I, I would love to hear Doc's input on like the personnel stuff. Like, yeah. you think it was kind of like he's out golfing and it's like, oh, we made a trade. Yeah. <laughs> well, him talking about how he was on the golf course when the Harden like trade request broke. Yeah. He was like, oh, I don't miss it. You know? <laughs> I, I was like, dude, I don't blame you. I, I wouldn't miss it either. Um, yeah. Like, if Nick Nurse is like, I can make this work, sure. I, I think I would believe in it more. I, I'm just not sure it, it will work. And, is is Levine really going to be? Is Levine really? They have a, they have a shot to get the next guy next to Embiid for the next five years. Is that really Zach Levine? Well, it's Maxi. But the the last piece yeah, to the puzzle. Yeah, right. It's essentially the last piece. I don't know, puzzle. man. I mean, Levine does a lot of the things you want. Like he has a prototypical wing body. He shoots threes. He scores. Like I, he does a lot of the things you're looking for. He, he, got, does, he does. Like, when you talk about what the guy is next to Maxi and Embiid or just next to Embiid, however you want to phrase it, like, Levine does do those things. I just – I don't believe he contributes enough to winning basketball. And, and, and you that's – I mean, you could be right. What I'm all about is – that's why I learned I know. the Bloomsburg – you big fundamental winning basketball <laughs> guy. Bloomsburg women's basketball yes. team. They preach backdoor cuts and winning basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what God. I'm here – that's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. So, <laughs> I mean, so – 
I will say, though, for the Levine thing, and for whatever you want to put into this, a lot of, like, the Sixers guys, John Clark, all had the same report when the Levine thing came out, which was the Sixers are obviously blah, 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 but, like, probably not going to do it. Good. So, and, and now the Caruso thing's out there, too. There's more and more Caruso stuff. Yeah. Like, I guess if it, well, which matter, I guess which matters more to the second unit? A guy that is, like, more of a traditional point guard or a guy that can get a bucket? Because I, I, Caruso is pretty much— I think it's a guy—I mean, you know me. I, I know, I know. Yeah. I know, but Caruso's a guy who— Plays good defense. He can hit the open three. Yeah. And he runs the offense. But he's not like, go get you a bucket. Agreed. I think I'd rather have Caruso than uh, Schroeder, put it that way. Uh, Yeah, but I think Caruso costs more. For sure. Ugh, costs I, a I lot know, more. Like, what would Schroeder? I have no idea what Schroeder would cost. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, it would not be a lot. Right. I, obviously, he'd probably be a part of the OG trade. Um. But like if it's just, like it can't be just Caruso. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I agree. Caruso is not the Because he's basically yeah. just the second the second unit point right. guard, and then I guess right. they could put him in, in, in fourth quarter closing time, and it's him and Maxi, and Maxi's off the ball. Yeah. But also, don't we want Maxi to develop as the as the main facilitator? Yeah, or I no? mean, yeah, and I think like you're seeing that as exciting as the beginning to Maxi was. Like, there's going to be stretches where he's not that guy. Of course, yeah, that's okay. It's it's all about growth. Uh, yeah, it is, but they're gonna lose games where he's not that guy. <laughs> just putting that out there. Yeah. And, uh, look, they're still second in the East. Blah blah blah. But would you start to sit and beat a little more? Well, they have to. I mean, they can't, they can't sit him tonight, obviously, because it's a big game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they should they should have sat him in the in the in the Pacers game. It, 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 like, all right, I know. Take the in season tournament out. Which which would you care about more, the in season tournament or the playoff seeding by beating the Celtics? So I'm I'm not I'm not just doing this. It's honestly a tough question because I do think there is value. There is obvious value in winning the in season tournament. Like you There's get. No- Okay. You get the trophy. You get you get to win Amazing. big games. Like, well, no, it's I'm saying it's not big games. You don't think it's good for the development oh of this team. My, oh you don't think it's good God. for the development of this team if they go to Las no, Vegas and they play. No, it in doesn't those games? matter because if they freaking lose and show the bad DNA in the postseason, I'm not going to care. About getting rid of that they, bad DNA. Like, you think they have bad DNA if they go to Vegas and win the But the, the other teams won't matter. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they do they care. Don't they care. Do, they do care. They don't care. Well, look, I mean, look, the Sixers literally played him. And 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 they were thinking about point differential in the Pistons game. So Which the is Sixers embarrassing. Care. That's embarrassing. And teams obviously. It's care. embarrassing. I don't think it is. Which would you rather sat him in the Pacers game or the Celtics game? I mean, I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving the podcast. Honestly, like I, I guess. Well, I would say the Celtics game Thank because you. no, I'm saying I'd rather sit him in the Celtics game. Yeah. Well, no longer. I rescind my thing. <laughs> Honestly, it's 50-50 for me. Uh, they were both big. Like, Way to be on the fence. No, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> One person who I mean, used to work you, I, here said, if you're on the fence, you should not have I know, have I just thought day. about that. I know. <laughs> um, I would I would have rather sat him against the Celtics because I think there's value in winning the season tournament. Thank you. That's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I know it's not. At all. But, yeah. um, all right, before we, before we get to some final thoughts here uh, and wrap this baby up before the big Hawks game tonight yeah. in the in-season tournament. But you do realize if they lose tonight, they're basically out of the tournament. Good. Go Hawks. Um, oh, my God. Go Hawks. Uh, the Kelly Oubre situation, obviously, it, it, it's 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 something every day, it seems yeah, like. So I have a clear opinion on the Kelly Oubre situation. And my opinion is wrapped into, like, making sure we make this point. I think that while – and I'll, I'll start with this. I understand why it's such an interesting thing. People love, like, off-the-court drama. People love speculation. People love, like – thinking about what could have happened if he didn't get hit by the car. It's one thing to just, like, think that and to, you know, like, have that part be part of it. 
it's another thing to go to another step with this, which is where I think there's become a, a like almost a prevailing thought among Sixers fans and media members that he did not get hit by a car. I think at this point, Kelly Oubre still deserves a benefit of the doubt that there is more that that he probably got hit by a car. The the police put out information that said they don't have evidence that he was. They do not have evidence that he was not. There is a difference. They do not have video of him getting hit by a car. And then they put the, uh, obviously the video comes out of him walking in the house where he tells um, a woman in the house like that he got hit by a car. So while the fact that they can't find video of it is interesting, and the fact that like you know the details have changed so much. If you think about how this first started, it was well he got hit here and he walked there, and now that ends up looks like it wasn't the case. There was no mention of a bike initially. Now he has a bike. Like there's been a lot of things, and I think it's on Ubre for not giving correct details information uh, initially, and it's on the cops for not doing a good job of like getting an uh, a like an accurate depiction of what happened. But ultimately, I'm not going to come on here and be like he's lying and like. I think he deserves a benefit of the doubt that he got hit by a car until there's information out there that states that he did not. Well, I think with him, I mean, if you – now, maybe they're telling him not to talk, but if you know you got hit by a car. Well, I think him releasing the ring video. Like, I, I look, I know TMZ won't say who did it, but they basically said on Fox News that the Ubers gave them that video. I know, but if, 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 you, if you know you got hit by a car, wouldn't you come out and like, talk to the media and say, I got hit by a freaking car? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it would matter? Uh, if Ubre comes out and says, I got hit by a car, I promise you. Well, well, well do I you think, think the people I, I that think, are skeptical are going to change their mind? I think, it would, I, think, I think it would at least help. I mean, yeah, it, it wouldn't the, way, the way that he, the way, it, it, it feels like they're trying to, to, to cover something up. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think it feels like they're trying to cover something up. I, I think what happened is the cops, and we're all speculating at this point. <laughs> of course, yeah. To me, it seems like the cops think he do- he did not get hit by a car. Like that that is what it seems like to me. Because the cops putting out there that we don't have evidence of him getting hit by a car, whether they meant intentionally to or not, gives off the insinuation that they don't think he got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Like if you could have put out there, we are still looking for video of Kelly being hit by a car. If you have any information, please let us know. Instead, it's we don't have evidence of a of a hit and run. Like right. So I think by the cops putting that statement out there, they opened the door to like speculation that he did not get hit by a car. Yeah. Well, and the bike thing was interesting cuz I mean, he's a he's a big bike guy. So, right. I mean, it's it's very it, it, he could have got hit by a car for sure. I mean, if he's riding his bike around town, like he, he cares about riding a bike, it's part of his cardio. Like that Well, and that's, also, you know, and it, it's just like of course here we are again having these conversations. It sounds like, you know, the nut allergy with like <laughs> there's always something. Yes, but you know, hit, like what does that mean? Like he could have been riding the bike, the car drove super close to him, it causes him to fall off the bike. Like it could have well, been, and maybe I mean, listen. The initial reporting also, it seems like it's all backwards now too. So like, yes, that's well, that, that, and that and that's that's a problem with trying to get information out as fast as possible. Is, right. that, is that not enough stuff happens so that it leads to this kind of stuff? Yes, and you know, Kelly clearly is injured. He broke a rib, so like he clearly something happened to him. And I believe I would still say that more often, my belief of a hundred percent is like he got hit by a bike. I mean, sorry. You got hit by a bike. Yeah, hit uh, by a that's bike. That's a, a new is. spin. We, we discovered a it. A new got, spin. Yeah. They got hit by a bike. But where do you think it goes from here? Yeah, I mean, it, it just it goes depen- away. You think it or? depends if people keep asking about it. I mean, if, if it, like I, I'm more of like, I want him back on the basketball court. Yeah, like, I just I want to watch Kelly Oubre play again, and I, like I, because he he they they need Kelly Oubre. Well, here's a question: Does it ma- Obviously, it matters from a health perspective. 
But does it really matter what happened to him? Like, I don't like, think I don't think it affects the team at all. Personally, yes, that, I don't that's it, my. Yeah. That, I guess what I'm saying. Like, I want to know because like I'm interested, and like now it's a you know a it's, interesting it's a story. But there's not going to be this big like. Kelly, like, I just don't think it's going to turn into much with the team. Like, I yes. think I think I think this goes away the second he gets back on the court and like is playing fine. Agreed. Unless there's some like investigation, but like what's well if he, well if if I, he did lie to the police, like I I don't know. That's up to the police then. How bad? I, I don't know like the rule book. Like I'm sure that you don't know the rule book. That you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't study that one. I'm like I guess it's a crime, but I I don't know. Like if that's something they like press charges. He did just something traumatic happen to him. Like I don't know what the rule is for telling the complete truth there. <laughs> yeah. I, who knows? Either yeah. way, I guess we'll figure out something else that's going on with it. The official and... clap here in stance is we trust Kelly. <laughs> well, and just I, I want him on the team. Like, yes. I, I would like to see him play basketball again as soon as possible. Yes. And uh, let's not lose to the Celtics because I think if he was there, they probably don't lose that game. Yes. And they need okay. a they need a sixteen. Believe it or not, they need a sixteen point a game score. Well, they also need like a sixteen point win against the Hawks because point differential could end up really mattering. That does really matter. All yeah. right. Uh, do you have anything that the uh, like, final thought wise from this week that that kind of stuck out to you? Um, no, I mean, I think like I was happy you brought up the Patrick Beverly thing. He's not played well. Um, good podcast. Yeah. Uh, man, Paul Reed just doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I know. I tweeted he wasn't playing well, and people like jumped down my throat, like, oh, he's actually playing really well. I don't know, man. When I watch him play, I just, it feels like he's not contributing to them. Like he's out there and he, I, I'm not a Paul Reed guy. That's really the best way I can say it. Yeah. I think, I think he's, he's starting to show some signs of, of playing better, but I've, he just he's he's fine. I don't think they needed to spend whatever it took to bring back Paul Reed. I think yeah. you can you can mostly find Paul Reed. Uh, actually, the last thought I didn't get out when we were talking about the Uber thing was I did think Nick Nurse handled it well. Like yeah. I think at the podium, your best bet is to fully back your player. What <laughs> Nick Nurse just? Ch- How do you think Doc would have handled it? I was just it? thinking that. Um, <laughs> he probably would have started. He would have started yelling at Howard. Like, yeah, it, it yeah. Like, I, it would have turned into him versus the media. I think Doc might have said something similar, but I don't think like. I don't think it would have handled it well. I don't think it would have been as as like I don't know. I feel like it could have turned into the Paul Reed victory tour. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> where, yeah. Where he just gets combative out of nowhere, right? Because he knows the questions are coming, right? Um. So yeah. Uh. Sixers Hawks tonight. My. I guess my final thing here. Okay. Before we wrap this baby up, is uh, and I know this is a crossover because I did I did bring this up on high hopes. It's okay. I, just, I brought up the Facetime call thing on Go Birds. I just. I need I need the the Rob Thompson video scrubbed from like that oh, missing the bell can't happen <laughs> can't happen it's Rob really bad well because now if they get off to a slow start they lose next year like this that whatever hey it's gonna be the go to like here are the Phillies again Rob yeah. Thompson missing the bell <laughs> like it's it it's needs... gotta be the first time someone missed a bell well it's like well, first off what are you swinging like a baseball bat for <laughs> yeah, yeah. hit the bell I agree make sure you make contact that's my my main take from the Rob Thompson thing so I have a a dream. That the union asked me to bang the drum before a game. Okay. Right? Although, honestly, if they offered me, I might say no because I think I'd be too nervous to do it. Why would you be nervous? I don't know. What if, like... It's easy. I know. But well, this, is where I, this is where I was going with it. Be an athlete one time. Yeah. Well, I am an athlete. <laughs> but, I, but I think it's more pressure than you think in those situations. Because it's so easy that you can only mess it up. No one's going to be impressed that I banged the drum correctly. No one's going to be impressed Rob Thompson hit the bell. And look, I mean, Rob Thompson, you could argue, is not a big game manager. He clearly did not show up in that uh, big spot. Right. Great take. Thank Great you. Great take. Is that I thought a, you'd appreciate that. I did not appreciate it. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, Hawks tonight. Yes. In a, a big game for points. Got to win by at least 16 to make sure that. I mean, that, they win by 16 points. I think we'll be, I'll be feeling really good. Yeah. Heading into the, <laughs> heading into the stretch. I wonder if Embiid will play. He's gonna, of course he's going to play. Do you think he would play if it wasn't a tournament game? Yes. 
Okay. Because I'm sure they're treating this just like the regular season, like they should. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Sixers-Brooklyn on Sunday. Yeah. So maybe, Unfortunately, not the Ben Simmons rematch. No, it's not. It's, yeah. No, it's not. But it is Mikel Bridges. It who, is. If you're talking about, like, a dream fit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be the guy. They'd probably... Mm, uh, if Bridges maybe said, I want to be a Sixer. They, I just don't think the Sixers have enough. If, if, if Mikel Bridges hit the open market, like... I think he would he would demand a, a massive trade return. Uh, and the Sixers don't really have a massive trade return. Like no, they have they tradable have pieces to, and nice picks, but they don't have everyone bidding on a player and they're going to win. They have enough to get a Drew Holiday type player. Would you? All right, never mind. <laughs> Why? Nah, 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 that's all right. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> uh, Mikel Bridges on Sunday. What could have been? Yeah. We'll try to watch the game through tears. <laughs> well, <laughs> nice. The Eagles don't play on Sunday, so yeah, yeah. I'll be in Chickies and Pete's in Kansas City watching it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You're going to KC. Yeah, uh, streaming it on my phone. And uh, so, are you? And you have to be at the airport too, right? Or is that just yeah? You? There's a Chickies and Pete's at the airport. Um, if I mean, I guess it's not a small chance. If you're listening to this pod, and you're coming to Kansas City, <laughs> coming out with Elliot. Yeah, coming out with me at Chickies and Pete's. Hugh Douglas will be there. Well, because because Hugh's at the terminal here. And then yeah, I'm going to be out. there as well. Okay, so it's you and Hugh. Correct. Both at the terminal here yes. and at, at Chickies and Pete's in Kansas City. That's my understanding. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be all over Chickies and Pete's and, and yes. all over Kansas City. Be doing drinks. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. You're going to get barbecue while you're out there? You know, so last time I was in Kansas City, it was for 2017. I think it was week two they played the Chiefs. Yes. I got barbecue. Uh, was it week two? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they won. They beat the They won Washington. week one, lost week two, and then beat the Giants week three. Yeah. I got a lot of barbecue in my hotel room, ate it there. I just felt like so gross about myself nice. after that. I don't, I just, is think, that what made you start bringing the pasta on the plane? Or? Are, honestly, you still do, yeah. are you still doing that? Nah, because someone tweeted me that I could get sick doing it and I got afraid. Well, how could... I guess they're saying like because of the ingredients stay like warm for a long time. Hmm. Well, yeah, because if, it me- if it's in the plastic bag, it could melt into the food, right. which is yeah, bad. or it like, yeah, exactly. It's not you would ref- need to bring it in like refrigerated. A, a more of a Teflon or whatever. <laughs> I don't it know is. if I can bring myself to bring a lunch box, like one of those, like, no, you know, if, if that photo ever came out of you having yeah. a lunchbox at the airport, it would not be good just for pasta. It would not be good. It, was not, it would not be good. <laughs> it, would not. it would be in under a lot of my tweets. Um, but. I think barbecue sauce is too sticky for me to enjoy. I, um, I'm, I think barbecue sauce is incredibly overrated. That's what I'm saying. Buffalo, like, buffalo sauce is better. Well, buffalo is way better. But like, if I'm getting barbecue, I'm assuming it comes with barbecue sauce. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's got smoke. I know you can you do... get smoked ribs or smoke stuff. Yeah, I just don't like getting my hands dirty too. I'm just not a barbecue guy. Yeah. Like, I, what about me? Screams like Elliot enjoys a nice rack of ribs. Not much, yeah, but exactly. it's also like I, I like like the mac and cheese and the mashed potatoes and right. the gravy. But I'm not like and a, being at a barbecue. Are you, are you like being? Well, it'd be barbecue? nice to get an Instagram picture. You is, know, is Kansas City cold? Is it gonna, like? I so I think it's like supposed to be cold, yeah. but since everywhere is warm now, it uh, yeah. it's gonna be a little warmer. Yeah, it's been chilly in the mornings around here recently. It's warmer today though. It is warm today. I'm well. We had this discussion last time, but I'm ready for it to be cold. I love, I'm a cold man. I know you're a flannel guy. Yeah. By the way, here's my final thought. Because you'll appreciate this. Has any show ever gone away the way Yellowstone has just disappeared? Well, and now they air it, what, Sunday nights on CBS? And apparently, like right every week beginning. I look for it and I can never find it. I have no idea when it's going on. I think it's on TV, but I'm not sure. It might be on like a streaming I think service. It's Paramount Plus. Yeah, but I'm not sure that you're correct about that. Well, there's, there's not a new season. I don't yeah, think. there is. There's a new season coming out. Okay. 
I, I stopped watching after season But this four. is my point I'm making. is it, I felt like it was one of the biggest shows. And I, has, has a show ever it was botched? The, it ever, was the number one show in the country like, that's what a I'm year saying. ago. Has a show ever botched it the way this is being botched? I have no idea when it's on. I have no idea when it's coming back. And I have no idea how to watch it. Well, you can and bl- I'm like Mr. TV. I'm pretty sure you can blame Kevin Costner for a lot of that. I mean, I think yeah, I think I he's that. he's created these this this drama. Okay. Um, and uh, it's a shame. have to look up more details. Well, it's a shame because like, I used to like Yellowstone. I know you kind of like got me into it. A little I know, bit. I know. Yeah, but then it's one. like I feel like I feel like no, I don't like many shows past four seasons. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's hard. Like the... f- like because it's just it's all it's hard to keep making. it Agreed. Now I, I I did watch every season of Twenty Four. <laughs> so uh, even though I knew of all that, the ones, yeah. And uh, how I met your mother. How many your mother watched every season? Uh, I finished Game of Thrones. Obviously, I still haven't finished Sopranos. Uh, I finished every season of The Wire. So you know the show Breaking Bad. I finished Breaking Bad. I watched every single episode of Breaking Bad except the final one. Have you still not watched it? Not watched it. You should. I don't remember it. what's gonna happen. I don't remember like what's going on. It's why, not gonna. Why did you decide at that moment? Because what happened is I binge watched all of it really quickly, and by the end I was just kind of tired of watching it, and so I had one more episode to go, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch it tomorrow, and then I just never watched it. That is the problem with binge watching. Is like, yeah, you watch it too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was pre. I was like back in the day when it was like one day, like twenty fourth every Monday night at nine. Yes, and it would be like perfect Monday right. night over. Here's the last thing I'll say. I discovered a TV show. That I can't, I literally cannot talk about on the pod. But if like you see me out, or I'll tell you whatever, and you say you listen to Clap Your Hands, I'll tell you about the show. Okay. But it, it is, I can, I literally can't bring myself to describe it on the pod. Uh, you could do what you're watching with uh, <laughs> yeah, Glenn yeah, and yeah. Mike Sealski <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, you know what? Honestly, if they have me on what they're watching, I will describe the show on the air. Great. Uh, it would be gross, but look forward to it. Yeah. Um. All right, we will be back. Maybe, maybe Sunday, both game. Maybe Monday. Sometime. I would guess probably more like. Probably more like, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, like I'm gonna be in Kansas City. I don't, you know. Yeah. Well, priorities, buddy. True. Well, I'll tell head. you this: if the Sixers are winning the in-season tour, we're not. Just there will kidding. be emergency. Just kidding. Pods, if yeah. They, yeah, if they lose tonight, emergency pod tonight. Maybe in-season tournament canceled. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be great. Either way, we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to another edition of Clapping.